Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The first thing I want to get to is the leaving, sir. This debate is rolling on. We thought it was sorted out. We thought July, that's the date. Students have something to head for. But of course, Fianna Fáil have said, no, we don't want it. We don't believe it should go ahead. And half of students probably believe it shouldn't go ahead. Student, parent, teacher and school management representatives met this morning in the Department of Education in the latest of serious meetings to discuss the plans for this year's leaving certificate exams. And I want to know whether you believe it should go ahead. Should the Leaving Cert go ahead? It's a, there's a kind of mixed reaction to this. And no matter what happens, I have a funny feeling we're going to end up with a load of people who are probably going to sue the state in the end anyway. Mick Barry, who's a Solidarity and Socialist Party TD for Cork North Central, joins me on the line. Mick, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you, Niall. It, Mick, this is a mess. No matter what you know, result, whether we cancel it, whether we grade it, whether we don't cancel it, no matter what happens, it's going to discommode people, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it is a mess. Um, at the moment, the government's position is that they're driving ahead uh, and that they uh, intend to hold the exams starting on July the uh, 29th. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned in your introduction there that you wouldn't be surprised if half of Leaving Cert students were opposed to it going ahead. Yep. I have to say the feedback that I would have is that it would be a lot more than half. Okay. Uh, I, I would, would not be surprised if it was more than 80% of Leaving Cert students at the moment who are saying uh, cancel and come up with an alternative. And they're saying that first and foremost on the issue of mental health. Now, it has been established in recent years that the Leaving Cert exam, which so much hangs on, uh, is a stressful exam for many, many young people. Of course, yeah. We've we've seen uh, polls which indicate high levels of anxiety, high levels of I remember insomnia. I'm sure you uh, remember I'm sure you remember too Mick when you were a young fella. Well, well I have to go back into the midst of time there uh, <laughs> uh, Niall, yeah, just yeah. about but essentially the point I'm making is that organizing a leaving certificate exam in the middle of a worldwide pandemic in a country which has I think the seventh highest uh, death rate from the disease per, per million of per population million. in yep. the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a bad idea on a number of fronts, but in particular, from the point of view of the mental health of many, many of our young people, this is a really bad idea. The government should reverse engines this week. They okay, so, come out clearly so, okay and, and it's all well and good as, you know, having a chat about it and saying this. And I know there's students out there who want it as well because maybe they've worked particularly hard after their junior cert, you know, to, to up their standards and they felt they were going to do well and they're going to be disappointed that it's not happening. There are students who are probably like me. If I was a student at this time, I wouldn't want it to go ahead because I would be so confused. I wouldn't have had the motivation. Some students have the motivation to work on their own, some don't, right? But the point is, if it doesn't happen, What's the alternative? You keep them going for another year or you grade them? We have no process for grading in this country. It's a logistical nightmare. And all I can see happening is that some kids are not going to be happy in September with the grades they're given because they said, I would have done better in the Leaving Cert than that. I'm going to sue the state. So where where do we go? I mean, what can we do? Sure. Uh, well, look, I think it's clear that there isn't um, an alternative which is just very, very simple, right? But I think potentially there are real alternatives here, okay? Um, One thing that I think could be done and should be done in order to make an alternative much easier, right, is the state could say 
2020 is a special year. It's the year of the pandemic. It's a year when we weren't able to go ahead with leaving cert exams. So for that reason, we are putting a special investment into third level next year to significantly increase the number of course places that might be available. Now, we know already that the number of places that will be available is greater than the normal year because there will be far, far less overseas students coming but here you to would study. But, make you couldn't do that. You would, have the, you would have an astronomical amount of dropouts because you will have students who are unqualified for particular courses. Like, for example, if you want to get into, say, um, I don't know, sort of some sort of sciences or something like that, you'd have to be good in maths or chemistry or physics or whatever it happens to be. And some students are just not... They don't have the aptitude for that, where other students would, and they might have an aptitude for something else, but yet they might want to do it. It's all well and good wanting to do something, but if you're not good at it, you can't do it. And that's the way the Leaving Cert works. It's based on the fact that you're good at certain subjects, so you're good for certain careers in your life, and that's just the way it works. And if we suddenly said, like, okay, let's do, say, 120,000 court or, you know, places in college instead of the, you know, the 70,000 or whatever way you want to do it, uh, you know, to allow for everybody to go to college and for the course they want, should that that's an administrative nightmare. Nightmare. You couldn't do that. Sure. Okay. Well, let, let's have a look at it. All right. Um, first up, I think there's going to be more places available in third level next year because there will be significantly less students coming from overseas. Absolutely. Okay? Yeah. That's about. I think they they estimated that about thirty thirty two percent. Sure. Okay. Second of all, I think that if you had an increase in state investment in third level uh, next year to increase the number of places, uh, you should be in a position to provide a place in college for those who would want to take one up. Now, how would you allocate that then? I would make two points. The first point would be um, I would trust the intelligence of young people. Mm. I would certainly trust the intelligence of the vast majority of young people um, not to be going for ridiculous courses. I mean, someone who doesn't have a hope of making the grade in the first year in medicine uh, is not going to put down medicine for the crack. Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. There's, there's, I, I, I know you're trusting people, and I, and I agree with you. We should have some faith in, in our young people, right? But do you really want somebody who's not going to do, might only normally have got 350 points in his leave insert, you know, going for a course to be a doctor? You know, I mean, well, what sort of problems could that cause in the future? I, I just well, think... Well, you, you, you wouldn't get past your first year exams, I think. But, uh, and, and I think most people wouldn't set themselves up for failure. But you, you could organise uh, some way to make sure that courses are allocated. So okay. the CAO has your first preference, your second preference, your third preference, right? So you're offered one of your top preferences, not necessarily your top preference on the basis of some kind of a fair and just system which could be designed and which could include an element of an aptitude certificate where someone, where a, a teacher would sign off and say, yes, you have an aptitude for the sciences and therefore you're not unsuitable for a science degree. Where there's a will, there's a way. But there has to be an alternative because um, the stress and anxiety levels, not of all young people, uh, I'm not even sure about a majority, but certainly of a big, big number of young people are going through the roof at the moment. And Absolutely. No, that's well, that's one part we'll agree on. And yeah. But I mean, do you, just finally, Mick, do you see, I mean, obviously, as you've clearly pointed out, and so have I, there are very few answers to this question. There's no right answer to this, really, right? I mean, no matter what you do, it's going to upset some people, right? 
So do you see a situation in a few years' time when not only there will be a stigma attached to those those innocent children at the moment, when I say children, young adults at the moment, that, you know, they're going for jobs, oh, you're the class of 2020. And somebody mentioned that to me the other day, that people, you know, might overlook them for employment because they're the class of 2020. And there's a stigma attached. But not only that, that there are going to be uh, some uh, legal cases and some litigation against the state in, in the future. Well, I don't know about litigation, but I certainly hope... Uh, that there isn't a stigma against the class of 2020. I think there might be reasons why there would not be. For example, uh, I understand that a lot of employers in this day and age put uh, less stock in the leaving certs than would have been the case 10 or 20 years ago because increasingly it's seen as a rote learning exercise of memorising things and being able to commit that to paper under pressure in an Mm -hmm. exam hall. I think increasingly employers pay more, uh, pay uh, an increasing level of attention to people's ac- extracurricular activities, interests, hobbies, things that they might put on their CD. And I, I, I would agree with you. I, I do believe in the uh-huh. future that the Leaving Cert should be abolished because it is a memory test, but and we should put in a proper grading system, you know, whereby we grade people over the previous two years. Yeah, so, you know, m- maybe people will look at the class of 2020 and say, there's a group of young people who have a bit of um, resilience and a bit of metal. They came through uh, a pandemic, uh, they came through a situation where they had family members who were hospitalised, uh, in some cases family members who died of the disease. Uh, they were away from school for a period of, uh, of uh, you know, uh, months without uh, direct access to a school environment and teachers, and yet they went on to uh, third level. So w- respect for those young people. I certainly have respect uh, for those young people, and I think we have to listen to what they're saying. And what they're saying is not 50-50. What they're saying in overwhelming numbers, I think, is that uh, it's cruel and unfair to put us through this hoop for the sake of tradition. Let's find a fair and just alternative. By uh, the way, I'll just, I'll yeah. just conclude by saying mm-hmm. that um, um, I stood up in the doll on this issue 10 days ago. Uh, I had a few notes in front of me. I intended to say a few words. I got a bit riled up listening to the Minister for Education on his refusal to listen to young people. Well, he hasn't, given, well, he hasn't given them very much clarity, I'll say that. Yeah, I had a bit of a pop at him, and... Um... Oh, we lost you there, Mick. You had a bit of a pop at him, anyway. All right, we'll try and get it back there. Now, to mitigate the risk of students suing the state, why don't we uh, let students individually choose to opt in or out of sitting the Leaving Cert? Mm, interesting idea. Again, I think that would be an administrative nightmare uh, because how do you decide who does and who doesn't do it? Uh, why don't they use this situation to scrap the Leaving Cert and grade on coursework uh, for the last two or three years rather than cramming students uh, studying into the last few weeks? Sorry, Mick, we lost you there for a second. Go on, you had a pop at the Minister. What did you say to him? Um, I, I basically said that um, uh, it's very hypocritical to talk about... Uh, um valuing the mental health of young people and then force them to do an exam, which the big majority of them do not want to do at this stage. The, the, the video went viral. Uh, it's had 91,000 views. I've been getting uh, messages from Leaving Cert students all over the country. So to facilitate them, I'm organizing an online event, an online rally to cancel the Leaving Cert. It's on at 6 o'clock today. If you go on my Facebook page, which is the Mick Barry TD Facebook page, you can click on the ad for the event uh, and, and get your tickets, uh, so to speak. And I think the idea isn't just to have uh, to give out about the situation, but will be to begin to organise students uh, to increase the pressure on the political establishment and on the politicians to have a just and fair solution, which will include 
the abolition of the Leaving Cert exams for this year. Okay, so it's basically a virtual protest on your Facebook page. If people want to go to the McBarry TD uh, Facebook page, you virtual can... public meeting. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Well done, Mick. All right. Thanks very much, Need Mick. Peace. Thank you, Noel. Thank bye you. Bye. Uh, let me go to Ava. Uh, is it Ava Case? Hi, yeah, Ava Case. Ava Case, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I, well, I was going to say, are you looking forward to the Leaving Cert? Are you not looking <laughs> forward to the Leaving Cert? Do you even know, or do you think it's going to happen? I mean, how do you feel at the moment? Well, I think lots of Leaving Cert students around the country are just, their motivation and their morale has been crushed by the decision to have the Leaving Cert in um, August. In July, 29th, well, 29th of July. Yeah, yeah, yeah August, so yeah. to speak, yeah. But um, I think a lot of um, the students, they feel crushed because their pleas were ignored on Good Friday of this year. Um, there's so much issues that this causes by delaying the leaving cert as McBarry said himself there's going to be a mental health crisis among students mm-hmm. students applying for colleges um abroad i know people who've been told um that if they don't have the results by august they'll lose their places which i don't believe is fair um i know someone who's um taking care of i think it's three younger siblings he's taking care of and because both of his parents are frontline workers and they're expecting him to be able to study efficiently. I know people who don't have Wi-Fi access, don't have appropriate devices to be doing online classes. Yeah, we, didn't, um, we didn't kind of plan this, so it, it wasn't set up properly for some people. Yeah. Okay, some people have appropriate Wi-Fi and have the devices, exactly. etc., and have the opportunity to learn online. I wouldn't have been good at it, I'll be honest with you, yeah. because I wouldn't have been very self-motivated when I was kind of 18 years of age or 17 yeah. years of age. I mean, you've set up a campaign called Hear Our Voices. Yes, uh, I have indeed. And the campaign is really, it's not just for the predicted grades, it's for every Leaving Cert student. It allows students to do their exams in August if they so wish, or, um, or they can have their predicted grades. So the system I propose is students would receive their predicted grades from, their te- from teachers and their grades for overall the year. And if they're not, we'll say, if they don't believe that this grade is fair, they can go sit an exam, which considerably um, lowers the amount of students who have to be doing exams. So let's just say 10% of the Leaving Cert students end up going to do the, um, the exams. That drops the amount of students from 126,000 to 1,200, which is considerably safe. Not only is it safer, but it's fairer as well. And I agree with you. And it's a good suggestion. I'm not going to lie to you. There's Thank no you. suggestion is a bad suggestion at the moment because anything is better than having this confusion, right? Yeah. The problem is that we've never did we've we've never operated a graded system in this country before, and we're not set up for it. And obviously, you know, the leaving cert is a big deal because obviously it's for people, it's people's futures, it's the start of your future, your career, everything. Exactly. Uh, and you know, and I understand the importance, you know, for you because I understood the importance when I was doing it, which is a long time ago now. Let me tell you, <laughs> but, but I can understand the importance when I was doing it. But I just think the graded system it, it could lead to a problem. Um, in the future, if people get bad grades, you're saying they can go ahead and do the leaving cert. But what happens if they don't? They don't really have a choice. If you get if your teacher grades you badly, let's say, right, or grades you not as good as you would like to see, because mm-hmm. for whatever course you want, right, and you say, well, what am I going to do if I do the leaving cert? I don't believe I'm prepared for that either, because I've been off school for the last three months and I haven't had proper revision, or I don't have good Wi-Fi, or I'm minding my siblings, or whatever it happens to be. So. I think they're in a no-win situation because, do you know something, they might not get a good grade from the teacher and they might not do well in the Leaving Cert either. And all of that could be blamed on the fact that over the last three months they've had no decent revision. 
Yes, I agree with that. But you've also got to take account, during World War II, students were still in school. This is unprecedented times. We are not, like, it's just, none of it is fair. But this is the fairest option we have. Like, it's a lot easier to study. Maybe we get our results back and you may only have to, you may only want to do one exam. Okay. It's a lot easier to study for only math rather than studying, personally, I study eight subjects. So it's a lot easier to study mm-hmm. one subject for a long period of time rather than eight subjects for a long period of time. Like our days are consumed with studying. I know most students are currently, they've got their normal school days and then they're doing their study on top of it as well. And it's just a case where none of it is fair. We're not saying it's fair, but it's the fairest option to give the students what they believe is the fairest. If a student wants to go sit their exam, they have they should have the right to go sit their exam but if a student wishes to have a predicted grade they should be that, given that option should be there for them as well okay exactly. so if Joe McHugh insisted the Minister for Education if he insisted tomorrow listen no grade sorry about that you're all doing the exam and that's it how would you feel about well okay you'd be a little bit upset about it but, but do you think you'd be all do you think you'd manage to get through it do you think would you do as well if you did it on the 29th of July would you do as well as you would have done if everything hadn't have happened, if all this hadn't have happened? Or do you think you would have done better? I think the students around Ireland would be, would have a, there would be a considerable drop in grades if that were to go on tomorrow. A lot of students will not get their first choices if we have the exams in August because you're, you're enabling a, health epi- um, a mental health epidemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you are stopping students from going to countries such as England and America and Holland to do their third level education. Like if you look, England, America, Holland, France, these major countries have all cancelled their state exams. And we, Ireland, and I'm very proud to say this, we usually are the people who lead. We've always been kind of... We've been quite progressive, yes, in the way we do things, yeah. But we're kind of falling behind on this. Like, I have to say, the government, in my personal opinion, have done very well with this global pandemic. We've, we've taken the measures we need to stay safe, but they're really dropping the ball on the Leaving Cert. They were, I, what I was recently told by a fellow student was they're applying a one-size-fits-all approach to this, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, the Band-Aid isn't big enough for this. Okay, so, okay. You need a bigger plaster for this one, all right. Yes, so exactly. So uh, if people want to join um, uh, your protest, so to speak, uh, hear our voices, can they do that online? Can they? Can yes, they so we have um, an Instagram, ha- um, at Hear Our Voices 2020, and we're also on Twitter, Hear Our Voices 3. We have a website set up where all the stories of the students of 2020, they can send us our stories and we publish them up online. Okay. We have um, resources up there. We've got mental health resources and... Um, and who put, did you, who put all this together? Yourself and who else? And a couple of other people, was it? It was, um, it was myself. I've been working on this now um, from the on, the... on the Good Friday of this year, okay. I had people sending me... Consi- loads of friends sending me messages, them in tears, them not knowing what to do. And I just kind of thought... No. And how, and how are your friends, all your colleagues uh, who are also doing Leaving Cert? Some of them are handling it probably better than others, but I'm sure oh, yeah. I'm sure some are handling it very badly, are they? Oh, yeah. There's, I have some people now, like, they have um, the friend, I said, who is taking care of his younger siblings. He's under enormous stress because what if one of his parents were to catch 
the virus at the moment. Okay. Like personally, I have a younger sister and she's got um, a compromised immune system as well as respiratory issues. My grandmother lives with me and my mother is an essential worker. So the, the stress that students are on, on, under at the moment, some of them, they're just not coping with it. And that's why I decided to set up the website so that people can access mental health. Um, I know people with learning disabilities, they would have had um, resource classes in school. They can't access those classes at the moment. And so I've set up online um, resources to help with resource and uh, revision at this time. Um, I hope to do other stuff as well. I hope to get a few more resources there for students. Mm-hmm. I've been in contact with um, a couple of um, places trying to work out if we can... I was in contact with um, Caragoline Wellness Centre, actually, and they've offered um, to help with um, counselling for Leaving Street students at this time, which was very kind of them. And loads of people, everyone's just kind of banding together at this time. Well, well done to you, by the way, for going to that much trouble to help other people, it seems. Um, well, and your it parents should be, be very done. proud of you. and <laughs> You're a very resourceful young lady. Thank so, you. So well done to you, and I think you have a wonderful, bright future when you go to that much trouble at such a difficult time. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me as well. All right. Thank you very much indeed. And good thank luck you. no matter what they do. Good luck in your yeah. Leaving Cert and I, and I hope it all works out for you. All right. Thank you very much. Let me go to Lisa as well. Lisa, you're the mother of a Leaving Cert student. How, is it a son, daughter? What is, well, is it, Lisa? I have a daughter. And how is she handling the situation? Well, I have to say she's handling them exceptionally well. She's just a very methodical type of person. She kind of gets on with it and that's it. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. First and foremost, that young lady, what an incredible, proud parent she must have. Oh, absolutely. What a, what a resourceful young lady, I have to say. Well, She's using, using the time to help others, which is great. But, like, it just goes to show now the actual outrage out there at the moment in terms of, I have to second what the other gentleman said, Nick, there. The government are doing a fantastic job, absolutely second to none. But where they're really letting themselves down is the future generation. And this is the future generation. Well, I think there's a, in fairness to people listening today, there's a few places where they're letting people down. Care homes, people's mental health generally. I mean, and this is a big issue, of course, the Leaving Cert as well. I mean, so what should they do, Lisa? I mean, there are students out there who want to go ahead and do it. And there are students who don't want to do it, who want to be graded. So what should they do? Well, like, I was really inspired by what that young lady just said. I think that was a fantastic idea. Okay. Anyone yeah. that wants to take the predictive results, let them have the choice. This is, should be about choices, right? So, for example, you know, the, the stress that's coming on the students at the moment is the fact that, you know, the teachers are trying to be seen to be doing as much work as they possibly can, which equates, like, I look at my daughter there and day in, day out, first thing in the morning, all of a sudden, all these messages come through, do this, do that, read this, read that. And straight away, as soon as she wakes up, the stress level is put on her of, I have to do this, I have to do that. But there's no guidance from the teacher. It's wonderful what the teachers are trying to do. There's some teachers, absolutely wonderful teachers out there that are really supportive, doing Zoom calls, etc. There's one um, teacher that's nothing to do with my daughter's school who lives in the next village who's offering free grinds every Tuesday and Thursday in regards to her French. And that's, that's, and that's great, but the problem I see with, all the, with the grading system, we, we don't have a grading system. We've never administrated one before. It would take a little while to set it up. I don't know if we could do it in time. Uh, to, yeah, I mean, I mean let, let me just let me finish what I'm saying. I think Ava's idea is great if we could do it in time. But the problem is you're now burdening a responsibility onto the school teacher of, say, Mary, for example. She's 17 years of age. She's been in school for the last five years. You know, Mrs. O'Mara, who's our teacher for art, for example, now has to grade her. So she says, OK, give her a grade one to five. Right, and she's going. Oh, 
she's a three, but I really like her. I think I'd like her to do well. And should I give her a four? Have I got a huge responsibility for her future by giving her the bad grade? You know, so I mean, there's a huge responsibility okay. on teachers to, to ask them to do this. And I get that. But let's just, let's just take this in context for a second. The Leaving Cert is a two-year cycle. It's not a one exam hits all. It, that's, that, that's the craziness of this. It's not going in and sitting exams and going, what can you me- have it from your memory? This is a two-year exam. So when it comes to predictive results, I understand Ireland is very behind in regards to this side of things. The way the Leaving Cert, as we've all said, is conducted is so prehistoric in nature, it needed to be addressed regardless of this. So it's bringing it to the forefront. But if you look at the Leaving Cert cycle, it's a two-year cycle, right? So you've had exams the whole way through. You've had tests. You've had summer exams. You've had Christmas exams, mock exams. So when it comes to predictive results, I understand the teachers have certain favourites, which again, in my opinion, should be addressed anyway. It should be an education, and that's it. But let's be honest. In People society, are human. Work that way. Yeah, we're human beings, of course. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But if you look at the Christmas exams and all that, and take an average, take an average of all the exams that they've done over the two years, you're going to quite easily see what students, you know, are working well. So say, for example, it's interesting when someone said about the mock exams being leaked, right? That yeah. happens year in, year out. It always happens. But a, a teacher worth any, any sort of uh, mindset will be able to see, okay, what's this student done over the previous, you know, year and a half or whatever it was, and then all of a sudden they go from a C grade to an A grade. Well, let's be clear, the chances they probably looked at that leaked grade. But they're going to be able to see and take an average over all the exams and to be able to give a grade on that basis. Now, you could turn around and say, do the students improve from the mocks up into the leaving cert? Absolutely, without they question. They can, yes, because if they, they see something... Can. I mean, so, look, if I'm doing the mocks so, and I only get a C in my, in my biology and I really want to, you know, go into medicine, I'm going to book up, am I, for the next three or four course. months? Yeah. So on that basis, take the average of the two years and give them a 5% increase. The reason I say 5% is because let's, let's just say a student was coming in at 77%. The chances are they would have reached naturally to the 80% mark within that time period of extra study. If you go 10%, that's ridiculous because it's getting someone potentially from a D to a C without the extra work being done. So that's where the 5% principle, I believe, comes in to reward mm-hmm. the fair work for the work that they have been doing under extreme pressure. And it is extreme pressure. I don't know any workplace that would have these expectations. I'm still working full-time at the moment, thankfully, working full-time, mostly from home. And it's very stressful because you're feeling you have to prove your worth all the time, which is, I'm not complaining, don't get me wrong, I have a full-time job, there's an awful lot of people that's not in the same position. But the students are young people with extra stress on them at the moment. So to do a leaving cert, which is antiquated, we can all agree, in all this, is absolutely inhumane. So there should be a choice. There should be. They have the right to choose. Well, and I'm not going to disagree with you, and I think Ava's idea was great, and I also believe what you just said there in relation to the 5% sounds like a very credible idea. I just wonder, and I hope, and I'm sorry I'm a bit stuck for time here, Lisa, but I wonder and I hope uh, if the Department of Education could actually get their act together to do it in the next month, because realistically, this grade would have to be done in the next month and a half. Because it, you would then have to give students the option of doing the Leaving Cert if they weren't happy with the grade that they got. And, but and also, I think the bit that's really upsetting the children at the moment and the parents and everything else is Joe McHugh is belatedly coming out, like he did with the Junior Cert, and recognising the Junior Cert, which, let's be fair, doesn't mean 
anything at all. No, now it's, it it's un- right. well, it's kind of unimportant. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean that badly to junior Sarah students, but it, it is unimportant. Nothing, let's be fair. Yeah. But he comes out and he recognises on national TV the stress that's going on with the junior cert and not even recognises anything with the leaving cert. I think that is... Well, well, look, I mean, we've all seen Joe McHugh's performance over the last couple of months. It's been, to be honest with you, there's been absolutely zero clarity for students out there. Listen, Lisa, thank you very much indeed. Uh, I think both of you, yourself and Ava, put across some very good ideas there. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping, the number is 87 8 Let us know, do you agree with the leaving cert being cancelled? Grace, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Grace? Hi. Um, I think the last two contributors were very reasonable. I think you yourself, your input is very reasonable too. But I would contend that the the issue itself, the leaving, should go ahead as the Minister sees fit, and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. Um, Over the years, um, when you get past refreshers in university, and because children or students are not up to the mark, they fail into the second year and they fail into the third year. And if this is kind of a, uh, as you may kind of a thing, the universities at the end of the day have certain standards and they can't let them standards down. Well, that was the point I made to Mick Barry, you know, that you, I know we trust people uh, and we trust young people, but we don't want people going for courses they're incapable of doing. Yeah, but Niall, I remember correcting papers years ago, refresher papers out of the first year. And I remember one year I failed 51%. Those uh, young students weren't able to put an essay together to get into the second year. And then from second year into third year university, they're not able to cope. And if we're picking out now, I won't say the bad from the good, but the ones that will go forward with some contentment with the exam at the end of uh, July will be kind of sussed out between them and the ones that won't make it one way or another. And I'd say the teachers know the ones that will make it one way or another. They've known from first year, second year and third year and from the junior cert who's going to make it and who's not. And, you know, we have a lot of snowflakes in this country. And I mean that in a derogatory way where some students are concerned in the past. Mm -hmm. Uh, They go abroad. First of all, they want rent release or help with their rent on university campuses. Uh, they want to uh, go on to second year. If they make it to third year, they want to go abroad. And when they come back from abroad or are abroad, they want a house. <laughs> you know, I can't understand it. I, 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 I mean, look, that's a, there's a whole other topic in that, and I would completely agree with you, Grace. I do believe that we are uh, you know, treating them with kid gloves, so to speak. Uh, but I do understand the issue that some students might have, might have. I mean, when I was young, Grace, I remember coming up to the Leaving Cert and I had to stay back in school to do revision and, uh, you know, do my studying because I wasn't the type who could go home and do it because I just wouldn't have bothered. So I, exactly. needed, some, I needed somebody kicking me in the ass every now and again. Exactly. And you know another thing. I did my inter at 13 and a half and I did my leaving at 16. So did I, actually. I was out of university, 21, with a degree at, at 20. That was Gwensons, actually. I did my leaving cert at 16. I was the youngest in the class doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I did and so 16. did I. Yeah. And the thing is, nowadays, they kind of stay on purposely. Some of them stay on in third level to fail so have the easy life for another few years because their parents can afford it but what do you, what do you, what, what do you say but Grace what do you say to students who, who believe they're not really prepared for this exam on the 29th of July because they've missed out on three months of I suppose revision uh, which was primarily what you would be doing after the mocks would be a lot well of if I were a student I'd test myself I'd see if I should repeat it I'd do it now and if I had to repeat it next year, so good. It's for your own good. As for the ones that would, don't want to make it, I have two grandchildren doing their leaving this year. 
and I've seen them every morning. Get up at the same time as they would at school, finish off in the evening, maybe an hour earlier. Right through, and all this business of technology uh, being denied them. At the end of the day, test yourself as a young adult. Well, in our day, we didn't have technology, Grace, and we managed. Exactly. (laughs) There's a library down the road. (laughs) Well, well, still, stay there just for a second, actually. We've got humps in our backs and carrying school bags. (laughs) Yeah. Claire, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Claire? Hi, Niall. I mean, mean, Grace Grace does make a few very valid points. You know, I'm kind of caught in the middle in this debate because I do feel sorry for some students not prepared, but I do understand what Grace is saying as well. You know, we can't be treating people with kick gloves either. Well, um, I was just on to just make the point that it won't go ahead anyway. Why do you think that? Um, because this morning I was listening to Sky News. I was watching Sky News. I made the mistake of watching it, but anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, they're very good. Could have been worse. You could have been watching it. CNN. But they had Matt Hancock on, the health minister. Yes. And he said he relies back on the 31st of December. What do you mean? the pandemic. He knew that it was actually here. Oh, he said, no, what he said was he was talk, referring to a case that they had got in France. Yeah. Uh, okay, and what, what's that? why is that relevant to the Leaving Cert? Because they have the highest number of cases in Europe at the moment. That's right. In England. Yep. So it's a pandemic in England. It's like really well, it's bad a, in England. Well, well it's really so, bad, but well, you have to take into consideration the population and the age of the population in the UK. I would I'd, I'd allow for that. Yeah, but, but I don't believe that there are many parents in this country who would allow their children to go into a hall with other children. Why? I disagree. I would completely disagree with you. I disagree too. I think there's enough of halls, enough of conferences halls, concert halls, school halls, clinic halls, every kind of hall you could think of in this country being built in the last 20 years. And that there's enough so, of space but, uh, in the mall for 60 odd with respect, with respect, right? If if it's a case that they have to kind of keep away from elderly people, which is which everybody should be doing anyway. I mean, there's very little or zero risk which to seven. To, yeah, but hang on, there's very li- little or zero risk to seventeen-year-olds. Yes, well, very that's little. True, yes. But so, so why why would there be a problem? Is that the parents of the children would say you're bringing it home? I understand, but maybe we could come up with some other plan. We can do the separation. Of course yeah, we can. Yeah. We have to put it all, all over Ireland in every small and I, village. Oh, and, 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 and you know what? I think by the time we get to July, I think testing is going to be very different. There's new test kits being available all the time now. They're coming out on the market. And I think we could easily do some sort of testing, as we suggested. Every county has a library in Nile. Every county has a church hall. Every county has some kind of a conference hall. Or a call of the sen- well, a hall of assembly. Fine, we're hoping for that. But what we're saying is the mental state of the students. Oh, this the mental thing! Honest to God, students. snowflakes are on the line for the last ten years. I've heard of nothing but mental stress. Let's get over ourselves and be adult enough and strong enough to say there's very little mental stress in this country. We proclaim there is, but there isn't. Uh, it's well, a kind of a... Totally. I agree with you totally there, but... I, I, I think in fairness, Grace, there is a lot of... Well, hang on, both of you. There is a, bit, a lot of mental stress, particularly at the moment, but people are quite frustrated being lo- you know, locked in their homes, etc. I so agree I, there. Yeah, well, so I think there is a, a, quite a lot of mental <laughs> stress going on at the moment. But, yeah, but uh, do you get the point that, Claire, that uh, no, Grace I, is making? The point I was making in the first place was that which we're you all know, going through this. Yesterday, everybody celebrated the fact that people over 70 could go out and go walking. Including me. And I'm worried about young people 
that have been locked down for this amount of time. Why did we celebrate that fact? They're still studying and they're going to have to be made study yeah. until the end of July. Okay, it we, is we, not fair. Okay, we celebrate the fact that over 70s, over 70s were never stopped from going out, by the way. They were advised not to go out. Yeah. And okay. the only difference is, there, the actually, is, there actually is no difference. From Friday, they still advised them not to go out. But yeah. they just decided that they're going out anyway. Because yeah. people, because of public pressure and radio stations and older people and coming on radio stations said they want to go over. We yeah. decided as adults, Niall, to kind of give a good example. That's yeah. what we did too, well, some of yeah. us. Okay. And, and can I say to the last few callers, not all students want not to do their leaving. No, no, I know. That's, that's an assumption. Well, 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 I, well, I did a quick Twitter poll. Now, that would be difficult because Twitter age group is a little bit higher than the average student, but a lot of students would be on Twitter. And according to our Twitter poll, 76% said it should be cancelled, 24% said it should go ahead. Now, that's not scientific, by the way. So yeah, who goes on Twitter? Who bothers? What's with the silence majority? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who's on Twitter? My daughter's not on Twitter. She's too busy studying. I mean... Well, she, are you telling me your daughter's not on social media, Claire? Very little. Oh, she is, isn't she? She's she probably is. on Instagram. She's on very She's probably in, on Instagram. Because she doesn't believe in, you know... So, so wait, okay, so if Joe McHugh turns around and says, I don't care what you think, it's going ahead in the 29th... Somebody 29. who is not a scientist. Okay, but Claire... If Joe McHugh, of course he's not a scientist, but he's taking advice. So if Joe McHugh turns around and says, it's out on the 29th of July, whether he's like it or not, are you telling me you won't send your daughter? Oh, no, she, it's her choice. It's not mine. All right, well then, and I think most students will just, if they're told they have to do it, will, will have to do it. Yeah, you're right. Well, I understand what Ava was saying earlier on, and it wouldn't be a bad idea either. But no, I, actually, I think that they, uh, um, if they had a little you know, exam for going into college on your strengths, it would be the best idea. Okay. Right. This country, for decades since the foundation of the state, had a criteria of primary, inter, and leaving, and in, indeed um, other exams too, to sustain the education that is needed for people to get on. And it shouldn't be failed now because of the disease. A disease is a separate thing from scholarship. And I agree with you, and I would say to you one thing, that we've had people that have come here and stayed here with us guests, you know, and from Germany, from Russia, from France, from America, from Canada. And they, the reason that they were in Ireland was because they were visiting their young people who were in university in Ireland, and they valued the education in Ireland highly above any other education system in the world. Okay, listen, on that note, ladies, I have to wrap it up. Grace, thank you very much indeed, Claire. Thank you very much indeed. Loads and loads of texts coming in. Some people agreeing with Grace. Then some people said, no, students are being mollycoddled. Uh, just get over it and do the exam. Oh, my. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.